0: Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well, episode 455. Marcus Pierce here with you. And as always, I have the great pleasure of being joined by one of the number one wellness experts on the planet. He is the great man, Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, brother.
1: Thank you, PC. Um, I've gone from being the number one to now one of the number ones. So that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is, a
0: fall, that is yeah, a fall from grace. That is a fall from grace.
1: Are there? And I have fallen from grace because I used to be the. I, I was waiting for you to go. Uh, we are joined today with Damien, the number one wellness balance ba- balance.
0: Yeah, person I was trying to work out what to say. That's why I was. Yeah. I was. Uh, you could the tell the hippiest the hippiest oh. balance. <laughs> <laughs> He's my hip mate. He's the hippest friend I have. He's the hip hop. is the hip hop oh, king of wellness. Yeah.
1: Wow, well, you are yeah. my first mate ever to um, <laughs> have. Have done hip operation. Hip operation. <laughs> so PC, uh was it last week? I called P.C. on Monday. I was sitting in Brighton coming back from working at Kahill Chiropractic in um, Mount Waverley big oh, not Mount Waverley, Waverley Road in East Melbourne. Big shout out to Dave Cahill and the team at uh at Chiropractic. I um I was coming back from there. I was famished, starving, and I thought, oh, I could really do some sushi right now. And Amber was in Sydney, and so I thought, you know what? The sun's setting. It's going to be a beautiful evening. I'm going to go and sit, watch the sunset. And As I was sitting watching the sunset, I thought of two people, three people probably, <laughs> maybe four, but I thought of Marcus <laughs> Pierce as one of those people, and I thought, I'm going to call Piercey. Uh I think oh, I might have texted you. Yeah,
0: and yeah, you texted them, me the probably. sunset or something, yeah.
1: Maybe I sent – that's right. I sent you the photo of the sunset. It was beautiful, wasn't it? And so um, I'm there eating my sushi and I then start speaking to Piercy and he sounds as tired as I've ever heard Piercy sound. I'm like, bro, what's going on? He goes, oh, I'm actually in hospital. I go, what? And he goes, yeah, I, I broke my hip. Fractured my hip. Fractured my. I'm oh, not fractured. It broke my hip. My hip through the neck of the femur and or the femoral neck, and I've just had it fixed. And i will literally just. I'm in the. I'm in the recovery room, and, uh, and I'm taking your phone call, ha, Piercy, Tell us the story. People go. How can a young buck forty years old? Break his hip. Tell us.
0: Well, I tell people. I I tell people I do a lot of work in longevity, and I just want to be really close to the action. I just want to uh, know what it feels like to do an eighty-year-old's injury when I'm forty. So, no, I was. uh, (laughs) I was going. I was out for lunch with uh, all of my family from Victoria. Had come up. Um, Not my great mate DP, but um, my my mum and my sisters and their uh, husbands and all of the cousins would come up for a big. The fourth attempt at a family holiday, and this time we it worked, and we got- Did you say your dad didn't come? No, we did it. Again, as I was saying to someone the other day, when your parents are separated, you kind of do family holidays with one or the other.
1: Yeah, you split them. You, yeah, split, you them. split them.
0: So, dad's yeah. 70th was 2018. So, this was a 2020 trip, which took place in 2021. And um, yep. and uh, we've been at it for an adults-only lunch in wonderful Lennox Head and I was farewelling the babysitters, and uh, Spencer hopped on his scooter, so I thought I'd hop on the skateboard, and it was a very smooth driveway, big, expansive, flat, free of any stones, and I was just doing some little tic-tac-toes, doing some circles, and Spencer was following me, and then the tiniest stone. Anyone here that thinks they're too small to make a difference in the world, I just want you to think of the smallest pebble that you can imagine. And this tiny pebble somehow wedged itself in the skateboard that I was in, bringing the skateboard to a screaming halt and everything stopped except my body, which just catapulted oh, into the air yeah. and landed flush, clearly on my hip. And, um, and just just flush broke the neck of the femur, which I denied for an hour or two. I was lying in bed just hoping the pain would go away. And then I came to the realisation that it wasn't and uh, called the Ambos, Well, Sarah called the Ambos, poor Sarah Bear, and, uh, <laughs> and called the Ambos and uh, skipped off to Lismore Base Hospital, which were incredible. That was Sunday night, had an operation, 8 o'clock Sunday morning, a couple of uh, screws and a plate, and, um, and uh, out Tuesday. And here we are, almost a week later, feeling good, feeling uh, good.
1: pissy. Piercy. that's massive that is massive it is actually quite incredible how quickly they're able to fix your hip pop a mm. pin in there is it just one pin just one pin? Uh, i have
0: got three screws no, three screws one that goes into the into the neck of the femur which is more like a wobbly screw not wobbly but you know yeah it, it moves with yeah. the moves with the hip and then two yeah. that probably what would they go into the Was femur a pivot screw yeah a PS yeah. PS yeah pivot yeah. screw yep yeah. Um, so I think normally there's five, but I've only got three, which is great. Um, but I was telling you before we recorded, ever I fell off my shoulder. For those who don't know, I fell off my bike in 2010 and broke the the humeral head um, and dislocated the shoulder and had plates and screws in there. And I reckon I've had not a stress reaction, but something down in my right hip ever since. And um, yeah. and a part of me is very relieved and i do feel balanced i've got plates and screws on my left and right side and and it does actually <laughs> i actually feel good it actually feels and i'm healing so quickly like i honestly feel like my body is almost like yes we can carry on as we were supposed to be now
1: yeah it's so, amazing it is amazing how quickly you have healed that cat, that glass of water there, looks like the same glass of water that Misty. Yeah, drinks it is.
0: Out like. I, I, it's, a, it's a token. Yeah, it's a token yeah. uh, reminder of our time together
1: <laughs> drinking Misty's cat water.
0: <laughs> it's about as dirty as Misty's cat glass. So anyway, oh,
1: dear. oh, amazing! No, I am amazed at how quickly you have healed and you're back on deck, which is great. And I noticed before you're walking past the camera with a crutch. Um, like Uncle Arthur from the comedy company, circa 1980 something, yeah. and uh, but it was hilarious. It was that Kim Gingell that played that part. Um, and, and, but uh, you you have recovered so incredibly well, and I'd be interested to know what is the uh, protocol you're using because if we were in Icaria right now, I think that your um, your <laughs> protocol might be slightly different. To, uh, to what it is here in uh, in the Byronshire? Show. Well,
0: um, I just saw Misty walk over your tail coming across the camera. She
1: just um, needed a caveo, caviar caveo appearance. Yes. Misty.
0: Well, look, I think my protocol, uh, the two biggest protocols, I think, have been uh, rest and attitude. I, d- I definitely don't feel sorry for myself. I'm oh, not so. down in the dumps. So I think a bit of... As you, uh, told me the phrase, you know, stinking thinking or victim thinking would definitely slow down the healing. I've definitely been saying to people, like, I just feel bad for Sarah because she's had five kids since Sunday. She's gone from four to five kids overnight. And I just feel yeah. like, uh, one of the drivers of wanting to get better quickly is to make Sarah's life a little bit easier. So things like helping me have a shower, get to the toilet, get into bed. I can pretty much do everything now except put my right shoe and sock on. Which is a relief, because it just means there's less stress in the house, like there's a lot of stress yeah. in the house anyone would know this that's had not there 's so much stress in a household after someone 's had an operation
1: um, there's a lot of
0: kids, yeah, but there's even just in anyone anyway. like just in anyone that's had an operation like and then that yeah. then that person comes home um, yeah you know and then and then all of it like and i i don 't say this like i 'll tell everyone um, i 'll tell everyone like I am a massive fan of modern medicine I was talking to you about this demo. I um, I didn't have any painkillers when I fell over, but that was really yep. because I wanted to suss out if the pain would go away. I wanted yep. to listen to my body to go, like, if the pain's not going away, I've broken three bones now. I know what a broken bone feels like. I pretty much knew, yep. but I wanted to see, right? Did you
1: feel it? Did you feel it crack? Did you
0: feel no, it? No, no, I didn't feel a crack. Right. No. Okay. Um, but then the ambos came and they were like, "Mate, we've got to move you from the bed to the ambulance. And I said, do I need a painkiller? He said, if you don't, like, it is going to hurt like buggery. And I said, fine, sign me up. So I had, I think I had two and a half or five of five mils of morphine then, best thing ever. So I went away for the weekend, took some hard drugs, took some heroin. Um- <laughs> <laughs> legal, legal, of course. Legal, of course. Legal. Um, yep. and, and that was great because I just relaxed getting onto the ambulance. Um, and then I think I had another five mils. When I got to the hospital or whatever that night, and then I was in host- Then I was in, in in surgery at eight o'clock the next morning, pumped full of um, you know um, uh, uh, general that anaesthetic, is- right? Yeah, which is yeah. which is so good. I mean, modern medicine the best because if I didn't have this operation, it's six months of bed rest. That is the Ikarian protocol. If the if Ikaria has to go to Athens uh, hospital, because there's really you know that's kind of well, there is one in in Ikaria, but you know. It's six months of bed yeah, rest or, or you get the surgery and I had the yeah. surgery at eight o'clock the next day. and thankfully I haven't had to have a pain medication since the surgery and I think that's because one, clean surgery, great surgery, yeah. clean operation, yeah. uh, good drugs for <laughs> the surgery like that probably lasted into the next day and yeah. and so by the time that wore off, I'm, again, I'm just guessing how I'm making all this up, but I haven't been in a lot of pain. the wound the hip feels fine, the wound, is just more like you know, don't bend the leg that much because it 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 feel the muscles tightening up a bit. Um, but then ever since then, uh, it's everything that you recommended. I kind of want to go to the kitchen, but and tell you what it is. But it's uh, vitamin C, zinc, um, magnesium, um, some type of tissue regen. We've got uh, our dear friends, are uh, Mason and Tani, who own Superfeast and live around the corner, yeah. and our kids do uh, preschool together. They uh, nice. gave me uh, some, um, uh, oh, anyway, a bone a bone tonic um, and also an energy and vitality tonic and some MSM, um, which I've been taking with vitamin C. And then it's just been like what I've loved. I haven't been having a beer at night or a glass of wine. I haven't been having any coffee. I haven't had a, a taste or an appetite for it. And then no I was, coffee. no, I just haven't like you know your appetite. CPC. Have you had CPC? Haven't really had much CPC. <laughs> no CPC. Oh, no. oh my gosh! Seriously, it's like a forced cleanse. It's oh, like a forced cleanse. Unbelievable. For Darby's birthday, the belated birthday present, he watched a New Hope. Star Wars: A New Hope. It was like for two years he'd been hankering us. Said no, and then I made it like a rite of passage gift. So we watched it on Saturday night up at his nana and Parts. and I did have pizza and a beer and an ice cream. And that was like my first sometimes food since the operation, I reckon. And I could not sleep on Saturday night. I felt, I just felt, I don't know. I don't want to say I felt inflamed, but I reckon I was. But I was like, oh, I can just feel the difference between going OTT post-surgery and then just keeping it clean and minimal. Mm -hmm. Um, So outside of that, um, I've just been just having less rather than more. And my energy is fabulous. And I feel, I just feel really good in my head and my heart. And it's, I mean, it's just one of those yeah, I actually feel like it's been a great blessing in disguise. I'm kind of really glad that it's happened, as
1: weird as that might sound. Um, oh, that's amazing. That's amazing, Piersy. Well done. That's good. I am actually looking at the photo that Sarah Bear sent me of all the things that she's got for you. Um, and there's some stuff from Mullum Herbals there, oh, yeah, which is really cool. Oh, yeah, um, You've got a homeopathic formula there called Symphytum, um, and that's that should um, help with a bit of healing. Then there's the herbs. It's got Echinechia Amla. I don't know what Amla is. St. Mary's Thistle. Maybe that's just something you can get up in, um, in Byronshire. Dan Chen, Teasel Root, and Ginger. I love that. Yes. Tissue Repair Formula from MediHerb. SP-Fluoractive is a probiotic. Um, another couple of little homeopathics, I think. There are. I had some, repathic, um, had some
0: Arnica. I had some Arnica.
1: Arnica, oh, yeah, right, a good nice. Turmeric, which is some turmeric powder, to try and decrease inflammation. The metazinc and vitamin C, so zinc and C, just for normal healing. So you've got a nice um, range of things there. So let's just talk about what that what that is. And because this is, I suppose, good to understand that the body goes through stages of healing and tissue repair, and 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 most of it is is appropriate, and and So, some people go when you've got an infection or when you've got an injury, they go hardcore on stuff to ameliorate the symptoms. Yeah. The worst thing about amelioration of the symptoms is that you ignore the chronicity of the disease um, or the chronicity of the um, impact. Say, do you think chronicity like time? Well, chronicity is in terms of the severity. Oh, gotcha. But also potentially chronicity in terms of time too because you could be pain-free or you could um, accelerate um, uh, inflammatory or inflammation reduction or you could accelerate um, infection uh, management. but that could ultimately impact the way in which the body would normally deal with the situation, you know what I mean? So there's upstream, downstream consequences from interventions. So regardless of whether or not we're talking uh, pharmaceutical intervention or nutraceutical or pharmaco um, pharmaceutical intervention, which would be plant-based herbal medicines, um, or even a homeopathy, like any of these sorts of interventions, have the uh, ability potentially to accelerate something or to slow something down and may have upstream and downstream consequences. So it's always good to just think about that. Just because it's natural doesn't mean that it doesn't necessarily have a side effect or an effect that's other than what you expected it to yeah, be. That's, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, so good. so good. And I've good also been careful not to just have everything that we just mentioned kind of all at once (laughs) because you (laughs) know you know like chuck yeah and also just not overloading the body like you said you know whether it's whether it's um you know um pharmaceutical or nutraceutical or anything like just just like it's kind of sometimes with food like not having so many ingredients in one meal it's just like it's just a lot for the body to do so you know everything that's been mentioned there has not um yeah, it's not been had, you know, all at once, just giving the body an opportunity. And I, I do love, like, in times of stress and even even in simple times, even in exercise, like the uh, reminder to listen to the body's signs and symptoms. So pain is a great okay. reminder, you know, which a lot of us kind of want to force our way through, um, you know, but even poor Serbe, like her back flared up, you know, midway through the week. Just I just feel like the pressure of the week, you know, and then... Lack like of
1: support, lack like of support.
0: Lack of support, you know, and not not, yeah. not. Um, I – mean, been, we've been so well supported in the community. People have been making, you know, lasagna. Charlie Arnott, uh, his wife Ange made a lasagna and um, oh had some school friends make some bliss balls and, you know, Tani and Mason just gifting me some, you know, Super Feast and then all of just local school parents and then Rob and Jill obviously helping us out.
1: So great. You know,
0: so we've been so well supported. But I just – as I mentioned earlier, like, there's so much stress in a household when a – someone comes home from hospital. Um, But I think like what you said there, just listening to the body signs and symptoms um, is these times, these times are are great for that. Just to to feel like it's like a recentering back to um, as also like a metaphor for life, like your body is not just how your body's going. It can also be a great metaphor for how your life's going. So I'm kind of now assessing like, you know, I do often, I do, you know, I said it earlier, I kind of ingest, but like so many of us at these times feel so insignificant, like we're at the behest of, you know, greater forces and B and all the rest of it. But I do sit back and go, one little stone had the power to like send me into the air and break my hip. Like it's, and you know, I've been reading the kids so many stories lately, I've been sitting on the bed so much, helping Sarah by having the kids in my, you know, room and reading the kids' stories. And, you know, so many kids' stories are like how, how a child feels insignificant, or they're shy, or they they can't do something, and then you know one little thing changes, and like their whole life changes. And I think you know, again, I don't want to take this too far down the deep and meaningful path, but I've definitely been thinking about it. How the body is such a great reminder of 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 your life. It's a great metaphor for life, not just a great metaphor for how your body's going, but just a great metaphor to check in um, and assess life. So that's kind of the stuff that's been going through in my mind the last six or seven days, anyway.
1: No, I love that. I love that. There's something I want to come back to, um, and it brings me back to you know almost this time last year. Uh, This time last year, uh, we've been Amber and I've been living um, in our friend's house, um, looking after their dog. Uh, They were moving from Sydney to Melbourne, and it was in Black Rock. And we're now we've now moved to Black Rock as well, so we're very close to where they are. Um, and I was very busy. So my associate uh, was only just relatively new to the practice. Um, she was also going away and, uh, and I was getting very sore. And so then I became very reflective on what do I need to be doing to make sure that I stay fit and well. And so I decided on Christmas days I woke up almost crippled in pain from having such a massive week seeing patients. Um, and, you know, sustaining some injuries in my wrists, my elbows, my shoulders, and my low back while I was adjusting that week. I realized that I needed to do something to keep myself fit and well. And that was when I started doing push ups every single day. And we're nearing that anniversary point. Piercing, oh my gosh, we, we are too. Yeah, we're nearly there because that was Christmas Day. I decided I'm going to do push ups every single day. And I think at the time I said it was 30, then we went to 60, then we went to 90, 120, and I'm back down to 30. And I want to talk about the reason why I find it hard now to do more than 40 push-ups in a day, even though I've been doing them pretty much, without exception, every single day for the last 12 months. And I think it comes down to the ability to let your body rest and heal. Um, And if you continue to use the same muscle over and over again, it gets to a point where it goes, I've had enough, this is all I can do. And it kind of limits you unless you push it beyond it's physical limitations. So I think it's important we should touch on that at some point. I reckon um, that's one thing- for
0: the next episode because there's yes. a, a lot to unpack in that for sure. I think a lot and of people there's a study. It.
1: Yeah. And there's a study about longevity and push-ups. So I want to talk about how do we work out the balance, the fine balance between um, the results of this study um, and then staying fit and well uh, into your older, longer, wiser years. Let's mm. talk about those. Oh, pieces. there's a lot.
0: And, and just to see this because I saw this yesterday, you may have seen this as well. Uh, in 2022, I don't know if we'll get Chris Hemsworth on, but I reckon we might be half a shot. He has done a series with National Geographic called Limitless, and it's all oh. about how do you create longevity. And yeah, he's right. done all of these things. Like, it's not just, it's not a biohack, well, I'm, I'm, there might be a bit of that, but it's more like, Um, facing your fears. He's got a fear of death and, you know, jumping off towers. It's all about resilience building and the rest of it. And I think, um, uh, you know, whether we get Hemsworth on or not, I want to have a conversation about the global view, Once, particularly once you and I get to watch this series as well, um, the global view of what it takes to create a great long life and and is it in sync with our more anecdotal um, evidence of what we've learned over the last, you know, seven or eight years. Um, yeah. because there's definitely uh, uh, what was it there was resilience resistance and a couple of other things but um, I-, I wanted to just see that as well for our listeners too that conversation is going to be coming up
1: it's that's so great and yeah. uh, Wendy Stewart long time listener um, first time caller today joined us um, <laughs> which is awesome and um, and She, the one thing that she picked up on, the only thing she said for the whole of the podcast was, oh my God, did you say Chris Henworth? Yeah. (laughs) And so there we go, Wendy. Well, Well,
0: I don't think it's an unreasonable request that a podcast like ours that is so embedded in longevity would want to have that conversation. So anyway, we'll go down the PR path and see if that works um, in 2022. But I think it would be a conversation worth having because clearly the conversation of longevity is becoming far more than just a wellness-based conversation. It's uh, on a lot of people's minds. Yes. There's a lot of us super are growing on. Mm.
1: Yeah, super trendy. Can I share something? Wilma has uh, joined us from BlackRock. She's she's in BlackRock too, actually, Wilma. And, uh, but we'll be moving back to the U.S. very soon. She says, I've been doing push-ups daily for over 10 years. I'm at 22 from 30 a day. Um, I'm do, I'm down to 100 push-ups a day from 200. There you go. Jeepers, 100 push-ups a day. That's amazing. Um, that's pretty good. I still plank for two minutes every day. My body tells me when I've I need a little a little break. Yeah, I think that's a really great thing too, just to remember that. But Wilma is very fit. It's fan, absolutely fantastic, and um, yeah, it's great.
0: Well, well done, day, Wilma. Oh, there's a good conversation yeah. happening there. Um, yeah. All right, well, we're getting close to Christmas, Daymo. We've got to also weave in a few very Christmassy episodes. I know people always like to know what's on the Kristoff menu on uh, Christmas Day. People want some culinary inspiration. Uh <laughs> from you, so we've got to, yeah. we've got to record that. We've got a couple more to record. We need to record your predictions for twenty twenty-two. Yes. Um yes. you know, so we've got a bit on our plate over the next few weeks. Can't wait to bring it all to you, one hundred on our community. Thank you for your support. As always, head on over to Damo's website, damianchristoff.com, for all of his wisdom. My uh myself, MarcusPierce.com dot AU. On Insta, we are one hundred not out. On Facebook, we are all spelled out one hundred not out. Check us out on Facebook Live at any random time of the week. Often a Wednesday afternoon, today a Monday morning. Like to keep you guessing. Until next time, folks. Continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now.